Welcome to podcast number six of the Saturday Showdown on Kennett Radio podcast, which I said twice there. Um, it's good to be here. It's an unusual podcast today because it is a sole podcast, Luke. I know. That is amazing. You are getting something very special. Yeah, so basically because I'm away, and this is my fault, um, we are not doing we're not doing a traditional show. You're flying solo on the actual Saturday showdown, or you have already flown solo solo by the time this comes out. So um, I have been away in Lincoln, but we're recording this on Shrove Tuesday, so Pancake Day. So I don't actually know how your show went or how my trip went, but I hope both went well. <laughs> I'm sure they did. We're consummate professionals, so I do a lot of shows. You do a lot of trips. Between the two of us, I, I bet we absolutely nailed it. We've got shows and trips covered. We've yeah. got them covered. <laughs> yeah. And so anybody who listens, Luke, tonight, well, he does the drive show on Tuesdays, and um, he had Maisie Hopkins in today, didn't you? Yeah, I did. We got some pictures together. She's Miss Redding. She is a very beautiful young lady. She is. She is also a contestant for Miss UK. She. So is that not decided yet? Uh, no, she, it is decided. Ah. Oh, and you can't but, say. But she's a current uh, contestant. But she didn't win it? No. Oh, that's a shame, isn't well, it? Well, do you know what, though? I asked, I said, how did you do? How did you get on? I'm second runner-up. And I was like, no, that's utter... That, you're yeah. not second runner-up, you're third. Yeah, that's third. Although third's not bad in the oh, whole country. Th- third's brilliant, yeah. It's out of like 70 contestants. So, no, I think she did really well. I'm totally deserved. And um, she told us a little story about some issues she had with IBS and bloating and how that made her feel really bad. Um, but she still went out and did the bikini uh, competition. She told me that it's okay to talk about that um, because she wants to inspire other people who have issues like that to go on and, and you know not be frightened. It's a bit old-fashioned, though, all this, isn't it? Do you think it's a bit old-fashioned, the, the bikini stuff and all that? Do you not think it's a little bit... I mean, I suppose if they're happy, it's fine, but... Well, because I'm a consumer professional, I like to research for my show, I did think it was a bit old-fashioned until I started looking at contestants for Miss UK. Okay. <laughs> and then I felt it was all right. Who, I was just wondering who won. Is it like... Um, you know, Miss Grimsby or something. Who won? Do you, oh, do you, you know, know or not? You I, don't, I, I don't know the geographical area. No, she said the name and she said she was a really nice girl and they spent some time together. No, I didn't ask. Oh, you see, in my head, they hate each other and she won. But there you go. It's nice that they all get on, I suppose. I, I imagine the fight backstage, ripping tiaras off each other's heads. You but can no, just no. imagine it, can't you? Back in the day, it probably was like that. We should leave that back in the day, though. Well, I guess it's kind of the opposite of a Kennett radio meeting where they're all there trying to prove how nice they are. Yeah. And so they have to be nice and pleasant to each other and so sweet. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> you don't get that at Kennett radio meetings, do you? No, crikey, no. I nearly piled drive somebody through a table the other day. Oh, I love the um, the wrestling reference once again. I like that. Yeah. Well, I'm just constantly thinking about wrestling now. That belt really oh, it got into me. That was yes. such a good thing. It was good fun, that. Good fun. Actually, I've got an idea of possibly how you might be able to challenge for the belt we've got basically i've got a few ideas going through but we'll because we are we we have a production meeting every now and then we are due another one and when we have one i will put this to you i think it's a good idea because in my mind yeah there's no way i can have that belt it's too special it's too good nobody would let that just go but if there's a way to actually do it i think there's a way I think there's a way. Not maybe what you're thinking. Anyway, I'll tell you someone else because it's, otherwise it's just me going around in circles. Um, but like I said, it is podcast number six. Now, six is, in German, sex, right? <laughs> no, no, it actually is. So, yeah. And 
When I was at school, there was uh, probably towards the end of school time. Yeah. Can, can, can I just say, I'm not that immature. It was Matt's face as he said it that made me laugh. You are that immature just... as well, by the way. Yeah. But um, <laughs> basically, while I was at, when I was at school, uh, there, I think it was about then, or was it like I don't know, 10, 20 years ago, so, somewhere in the past, there was a song by Far East Movement came out called um, Like a G6, which I always oh. found... When like it, a G6. Yeah, I love that. And when it was translated into German, it's, um, I think, I can't remember what, um, I think like is Lieber, and it was Lieber ein gay sex. Lieber ein gay sex, because <laughs> G is gay and yeah. sex is sex. Anyway, um, that's my German reference. I've got more German words that I like, though. Oh, that's uh, pretty funny. Yeah, go on. Wunderbar. <laughs> yeah. do, you, do you know what that means? Uh, wonderful. Yes. Um, House auf Gaben. Homework. Oh, I uh, don't, don't like that word. <laughs> this is a phrase. Get ubidi buka. Go on, yeah. Go over the bridge. Yeah. <laughs> so brilliant. I did learn. See, the other day, someone at work came back from Germany. They'd been on holiday there, and I said, "Oh, did you learn any German?" And they were like, "What well, bits?" And I said, well, "Let's do it then. Let's do a German <laughs> quiz." And it's it surprised me how much has stayed up in the old uh, in the old head up here. I know two German words or phrases. Go on. Uh, schnell. Schnell. I uh, can't remember. It means fast. It was in a Volkswagen advert uh, before you were yeah. born, probably. Yeah, yeah probably. Uh, and uh, klump, klump. Klump. No, I don't know. Knock, knock. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, I quite like that. <laughs> I like How it did lot. I not know that? Anyway, don't you don't know. learn things like that. You learn things like... Um, you get told things like that, don't you? And they just stick. Well, it's just, I think... When when you think about when my first exam in German was saying stuff like my, my stuff that you would never use if you actually went to Germany, like I'd never go up to someone in Germany and say my mum is here, she is forty three, <laughs> and my brother is, you know, you wouldn't say it. I wouldn't go up to someone in the street and say ich habe ein Kaninchen, which is I have a rabbit, but you wouldn't say that, would you? What, why do you know so much German? Because I did German for GCSE. Uh, I got a GCSE in German. Have you? So I do know a certain amount. I think I've never been to Germany, but I always felt like I could probably get away with it if I went. I could probably, yeah. I think I could handle it. Uh, I've got a GCSE in French. Okay. Pretty good at French, actually. And um, <laughs> I want to know. When I went to France, it all came flooding back. And, and that's, that's why I know I'm fairly good at French, because it, it just all came in and just started slotting in. Maybe it is a case of the fact that you just need to do it, and then you sort of it will stick in your head, but you've just got to go there and speak to people who, who speak it fluently, and then it helps you learn it as well. You, you just pick up bits. You can like pick out main verbs so you know what the gist is of what somebody's saying, and then the words that they use around it, you kind of think, oh, yeah, actually, that must mean that, that means but that. It's all to do with sort of going on holidays and stuff as well, isn't it? Because when I've been on holiday before, in most places I've been to, when I've been to Portugal or places like that, if you try to speak the language, that's all they really want, and they're willing to help you out and sort of point you in the right direction. I remember in Poland, I was in, we were buying a bottle of vodka from a shop, and she was really, the, the lady behind the counter was really helping us, like, try and improve yeah. with the pleases and thank yous and stuff, and they just appreciate you trying. And I yeah. think that's key. Well, like, uh, when I was in France, you know you have to wear like the little tight Speedos in their swimming pools that don't allow Bermuda that, shorts. That's true, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So you're not allowed to wear swim shorts in the in the swimming pools? No. Which is crazy. Oh, it's bizarre. And I, I don't look good in a Speedo. Of so, course. So I went in my shorts and successfully argued that I should be allowed to wear shorts. And they allowed me in with, with them. And I think it's because I argued with them in French. Ah, okay. Well, I, I think, think it's law, isn't it? That you're not allowed to. It's actually it's a thing, though. I don't understand it. I don't understand why. Now, now 
first things first, sometimes we talk, we come to a subject, we need help with it. Saturday Showdown at KennetRadio.com. Please get in touch with us if you have any idea why it's a thing. But someone told me that years ago and I didn't believe them and I do Google it at the time and it is a thing. You have to wear swim shorts. You can't wear... You only can wear Speedos. You can't wear swim shorts. Yeah, yeah, like actual Speedos. Like not even... Yeah. Like slightly longer shorts, slightly shorter shorts, or slightly shorter shorts. It it has to be Speedos. Yeah. I'm I'm not doing that. No, I can imagine you... (laughs) I can imagine you arguing away trying not to do that. But we are talking about holidays... Um, obviously, in a couple of weeks, I'm going to Malta on holiday. Yes. So I booked it. The hotel sorted. We've done the transfers. We've done the lift to the airport. And then today we find out the news. Oh. There has been some news that uh, due to, of course, the increase in the coronavirus oh. around Europe, yeah. every single passenger that goes into Malta has to be screened for coronavirus. Oh, that's okay, though. So, as well, I know if I've got it or not, won't I? Yeah, yeah. And exactly. Well, that's a good thing. Exactly. So, I'm going to go into Malta, and then myself and my friend are both going to... So, pretty much, we're like, well, we're going to be boozing together at the airport before we go. Probably sat next to each other on the plane. Like, if one of us has got it, we're both going to have it. Yeah, and well, so, in for a penny, in for a pound. Is, yeah, exactly. And, and then it gets to the point, though, if one person on the flight's got it, does that mean we have to... Does that mean we all get... Well, if they're screening you, surely that comes down to an individual. Thing. No, I think it's group thermal screening, they've called it. Group thermal screening. Which yeah. I don't know what that means, but we'll find out. <laughs> but um, <laughs> it's happening in a group wing. Anyway, something a little bit more exciting than just a holiday. <laughs> yeah, I, you, you might have a fatality. <laughs> yeah, I, I get screened for coronavirus. Yeah, what I've never I want, done that before. What I want, though, Luke, is I've seen the hotel, I've seen the balcony... I w- I'm not sure if I would mind a two-week quarantine in that holiday, holiday uh, hotel. I'd, I'd quite be happy with it. Do, do you remember when the volcano went off in Iceland and they stopped all the transatlantic flights? Yeah. I was on the very last flight out of New York. Oh. And, I was just thinking, and I'd flown up from Florida and I was thinking, if this flight doesn't go... That would be amazing. The next flight behind us didn't go. Everybody got to stay in Florida for a week. Look, I I, I showed my mate today because I said, oh, what, you know, we could end up getting quarantined in the hotel because that's happened in Tenerife at the moment, isn't it? It's happening. Yeah, Everybody's yeah. been quarantined in this hotel. Um, we might have to be stuck with that view from my hotel for a two-week period. Oh, my gosh. Well, what a tough time that would be. And you'd probably get compensation and they'd probably <sighs> pay for some meals and stuff. I would be on call to reception. I'd say, listen, I'm not going to kick up a fuss. But can you leave a crate of beer outside our room, please? Yeah, just every morning. Yeah. Newspaper, yeah. crate of beer, yeah. some every, oranges or something. Every <laughs> single morning, yeah. Just a little bit of food, but don't forget the beer. And I think I'll have perfect fun just drinking a few beers. Do you know what? Just you saying the word beer over and over and sunshine just makes me think how much I love daytime drinking on holiday. Daytime drinking, but also my friend pointed out to me, the one of the best things about holiday, but uh, beer on the balcony. Yeah. Now, here's one that, that some people do, some people don't, and it's still good breakfast beer on the balcony i mean that is just great you can only do it when you're on holiday otherwise you've got a problem (laughs) i've been on a few stag do's where we just haven't stopped and it is just just something about it It, because beer is actually a really refreshing drink it does quench your thirst it also dehydrates you so some weird sort of magical paradox that i can't fathom but it's lovely with breakfast yeah i know and um with the sunshine you, you need it. You need to hydrate to yeah. drink, drink more. I'm, I'm thinking of the staff as well. I don't want them running up with pints every five minutes. No, no, just, just bottle the case off. You, you might have a fridge in your room. Yeah. A lot of those hotels. Oh, well, we do. Oh, yeah. we, I've checked this. I've already emailed asking for an upgrade. Yeah, have you heard back yeah. from that? I ha- I ha- they've said they're going to do their utmost to fulfil our requests, which to me sounds like gobbledygook, but maybe. We'll yeah, see. Well, 
if you don't ask, you definitely won't get upgraded. That's what I said. Have you given a link to the podcast on the email? Oh, I did With the chart position and said, you know, do you realise who we are? Was I could have said, we'll give you a plug. I'm Matt Gibbs, radio presenter, social media influencer. Do you realise this happens when I get drunk? Do you realise this happens when I get drunk? Do you? This do you? Is what, I do things like that. I say, yeah. do you know who I am? But just <laughs> as a joke more than a serious thing. So this weekend, just gone... I went out and I had my first booze session back on since I had 52 days off. I did dry January, went halfway through February, and then I thought, right, I'm going to go back to it. And I did one of these things again on the first time. So I, I did about, I had about six pints, I think, and I was off it. I was yeah. in a different world. Six pints, though. Yeah. Well, that, I think that's, that's mental. Not bad, is it? Yeah. Not bad. But I did that thing, and it's Kennet Radio related, isn't it? Because I posted in a public sort of forum with yeah, all the, the rest, Kennet Radio chat room. all the rest of the Kennet Radio presenters. I posted a message up. Uh, it's to do with our upcoming listeners' party, and I will just find the message. But this is what happens when I have a few, is I think, oh, wouldn't that be a great idea? And in the morning, I think, absolutely not. I put Luke... So I tagged you in it as well. So I put Luke and I can DJ for a half hour if needed. We won't talk at all, just music, but it will be the best stuff musical youth have ever released. Yeah, so we're going to do just a pure musical youth set. And I only know one song by Musical Youth, and it's Pastor Duchy. And we could just put that on repeat. And nobody would mind that. No, surely not. Not with a beer in the hand. Oh, do you know, if we get a bit of sunshine on that day, I know it's starting at 7 o'clock, but you know, if you get that sunset experience and the warmth... They, failing everything else, they could just start passing the Dutchie round from the uh, from the left hand <laughs> side and <laughs> see how that goes at the Kennet Radio listeners party. Oh, oh yeah, uh, we'd all be right mellow by the end of the night. We'd be loving life, Luke. Loving life. It, it feels weird because I've stood on a live show, so I feel like this is perfectly normal. And you look a bit out of sorts. I've driven in and I said I was going to be in for half six because I said I was going to do a link at the end of your show. But I didn't do a link at the end of your show because I texted you saying I was going to get on the treadmill. I was going to do five kilometres and then I was going to come in for half six. And you said to me, you texted back saying, are you only doing five? So I did six. (laughs) So I was a little bit late. Yeah. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing the evidence of your six. Yeah, okay. I've got it here. Have you read it? Wow. (laughs) Well, evidence, it's on the app. It's on the app. So I can go to my recent history and Tuesday evening runners at the top there. You'll see that six oh, kilometres. Look at that. There you go. Well, uh, did you see the total at the top? No. Have another look. 180.3 kilometres. So how long is that over? That's since the beginning of January. That's amazing. How, how far away is Malta? Uh, I'm not running there. Listen, I went to that party. No, but, but I bet you will have done by the end of... No, it's, it's 2,000 miles away or something. It's a long way away. You've you... done 180, so it's 10 times that in a year. Yeah. I, I think I think you could do that. Possibly. Possibly. But basically, um, on Saturday night, I was out, as I said earlier, and I was having a few beers and having a little dance, and a lot of people were coming over saying, you've lost a lot of weight. And I was like, oh, thanks. Um, and then some people were saying, you've lost too much weight. And I was like, no, I'm not. Here. And also, by the way, I didn't start running to lose weight. I just started to uh, to get a bit fitter. And I feel so much healthier for it. So I recommend it, guys. Eat a little bit healthier. Say no to that biscuit at work, and trust me, that is the hardest thing. But once you do it for a week, you're sort of there. I'm with you. I, I think you look great. Um, oh, thank you. I used to think, you know, uh, when people look a bit grey and a bit like they're close to death. Yeah. I, I, I thought you had that sort of look about you for a while. Why? <laughs> this is a backwards compliment. And, but but now you come in, and you you just look positive. You walk in smiling. You you 
sometimes when people lose weight, they look like they've got really big heads as well. Have you ever noticed that? With like, you know, when Chris Moore's lost all of his weight, yeah, uh, his head just looks too big for his body now. Yeah. You don't. You look like you're proportioned normally. So I was just fat before with a small head. Yeah, I think so. Well, oh, thanks for that. <laughs> That's a backwards compliment. But you've nailed it. Yeah, well, hopefully, I'm. I'm just trying to. I'm just running. It make it makes you happy. It's very good for the mind as well. Running, very good for the mind. Mm. Remember that it's not all about the physical fitness, mental health as well, guys. Keep on going. Go for a little run. It's good. Um, also, try and find things that work. So I went around and had a go on my friend's rowing machine yeah. on Saturday before we went out. And I was like, because I was a little bit worried with the rowing machine that maybe my back might start hurting because I've had a few problems with my back. But it's not. It's great. And once you got going, it's really, it's just a good feeling. I quite liked it. So I went around at the nights because we had some music playing. There were quite a few people out. I went around asking everybody if they had a rowing machine, if they were using it, if they needed it, if I could buy it off them, if I could have it off them. And by the end of the night, I had about four or five rowing machines ready to go. Really? So I'm going wow. to have a rowing machine soon as well. So it won't just be the treadmill. I'll be rowing away. And then so, so this treadmill is that is that at home? That's in your house. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Cool. So I'm going to put the row machine next to it, and then I'm going to I'm going to have a little row. Never an actual row in water though. So so whereabouts in the house have you got the treadmill? I've just got like a spare room, which yeah. is where the treadmill is, and it's. I told you before, there's a. Because te- they're, they're quite big, aren't they? Yeah, reasonably. Yeah, I mean, there's a TV set up in front of it, and yeah, you can sit, turn on Netflix and or whatever you like on the TV, and you can just have a little run and uh, watch some TV. And I was doing it tonight. I was watching Torchwood on BBC iPlayer tonight. That's, that's uh, a Doctor Who thing. Doctor Who. We, we learned that from last week's podcast. A spin-off that's back on now, so it's back on the uh, on the iPlayer. If you like, if you like Torchwood, watch it. And I, just, I, I'll tell you what I like about Torchwood. It's an anagram of Doctor Who, and I think that's really smart. And clever. Yes, it is. Yeah, uh, yeah. It, it's probably. Not all that difficult for them to have come up with, but I don't know. I just think it's... I don't want to go on about because some people really don't like Doctor Who, really don't care about Doctor Who. But they are. I like the things like that, that they do. So, like at the end of the latest episode, spoiler alert, and remember when this is when when this podcast is is out at this time because you might be listening to this years in the future. But it's at the time when Jodie Whittaker is the Doctor. If we're going to go into that. And uh, the master comes came back at the end of the episode. Anyway, there was an anagram in the in the credits that were released before, and the anagram was "the master is back." And so anybody who sort of spotted it or thought that that might be something they do would have worked out before that the master is back. So they drop things like that. So you've got to keep on your toes if you're a Doctor Who fan. I saw something recently that uh, it was a cutting from a Quentin Tarantino film, Pulp Fiction, and it was when. Uh, the lady with the... Is it Uma Thurman in Pulp Fiction? I don't know. I'm was, not was, good with films. I've she, watched about four in my life. Yeah. No, I'm not. I'm terrible with them. But she was telling the story of um, something that had happened, and she said there's a lady in yellow who was good with a sword, and the master was a Japanese guy and all this. And it was basically the story of Kill Bill, uh, like 20 years before Kill Bill came out. I haven't seen Kill Bill either. I have. I've seen both of them. Are they good? Yeah, yeah, well worth a watch. Oh, I just can't be bothered, though. See, I, I watch Back to the Future, and in fact, all of them, one, two, and three, I think they're all brilliant. Um, controversially, I think three is probably the best one, whereas a lot of people think it's the worst one. But um, I just watch those because I enjoy them. I think if I'm going to watch a film, oh, I'll just watch Back to the yeah, Future. Yeah, watch one you've watched before that you like. Yeah, because yeah. I know I like that, and uh, I, I don't have to you know think about it too much or, or get too sucked in. I went through that phase with Speed for a long while. Oh, that's a great film. I could watch well. that again and again and again. I quite liked it. Um, I haven't watched it for years now, though. Maybe I should go home and watch it later. I might do that. might do that. Um, I just want to go back to something we talk about regularly on the show, because even though this is a podcast, a slightly different, um, we do often talk about old people 
because uh, we do a feature called Now That's What I Call Old People, where we play a song that old people quite like. You can imagine them dancing to in their mm-hmm. uh, chairs in the old nursing home. Well, um, I was going to start something new maybe for next week's show and, and bring this forward. I want some funny things that old people say. So maybe your grandparents or your grandma or your granddad used to say something that's stuck in your mind that's a little bit strange that you think, actually, that's crazy that they used to say that. And I've got an example. So my nan, who we lived with for many years, she said, she always used to say, she must have been, um, she was 70 years older than me, so I'm a great nan. And she always used to say, if you didn't flush a chain after going for a week when you were a kid, she always used to say, you've got to flush a chain. Do you want the plague? That's what she'd always say, bless her. Honestly, do you want the plague? The Black Death will be back if you do not flush the chain. She always used to say that. So it's got me thinking that we should start a little feature on funny things that old people say. Because I think you can run and run with it. Yeah, that's a good idea. I mean, I remember I had a very wealthy nan, and um, her last words have always really stuck with me as well, which was, what are you doing with that pillow? Oh, no. <laughs> I knew something like that was coming. Oh, I was going to go, oh, I, oh. in my mind, that sounded like it could be funny. But I think it was the every, wrong time. Every kind of time that we, tr- you always go dark. I mean, yeah, I've aunt, got to sort myself Auntie out. Luke is a really dodgy feature because you always take it to places it shouldn't go. Always, every single time we've done it, I think oh. you've gone to places where you're always talking about bedroom action, to be honest. That's where it always comes back to. I don't know if you're somehow frustrated or something. Is this where you solve all your issues? <laughs> well, okay, <laughs> apparently so. Talking of Auntie Luke, we're going to do one later on in the show on the podcast. So a special podcast, Auntie Luke, where we will get some advice Fantastic on theories. something that has happened. Going back to old people, just on a serious thing, my, my granddad used to say all the time, uh, I remember when we were little, uh, when he still worked, that he worked 27 hours a day, uh, 11 days a week or something. He, he sort of had it as a, a joke thing. Oh, yeah. And then when he retired, um, his company bought him a 27-hour clock that didn't work, but it, it worked as a clock, but but the numbers were all yeah. made to look like 27 hours, but really, obviously, it was a clock, so it was 24. But, oh, it was really sweet. It was up on his wall the whole time, and nobody could tell the time on it because it was weird. Yeah, of course you couldn't. Yeah. But, but I really liked that he was the same person at home as he was at work. Yeah, and if you start saying things like that, and then people, when they, because it's so easy when you get someone a gift or something, mm. to just get something from the shop. But, like, uh, retirement gifts in general are, like, gold watches and stuff like that, which I kind of think are pointless, whereas I like the fact that for that, for instance, they actually thought about it and they went out there and had something made. That's what I quite like is when people take notice of what people say and are doing. Yeah, I always think it's really nice at work if your boss is like, like asks you how, how your cousin is or, you know, how'd you get on to that thing the other weekend? Well, I'd be like, why, why do you want to know what my cousin's doing? Who, who, who are you? Yeah, well, no, see, but I'd like that because it means, you know, if you've mentioned your cousin or if you've mentioned something and they've remembered it. I've got a friend who doesn't drink. He's completely teetotal and he worked in the same place for about 15 years and, and he got a certificate and they bought him a couple of bottles of wine to go with it for like being there 15 years. And he's like, I don't drink. And, you know, I've been here for 15 years and you're celebrating that, but you haven't even got me something that I can use. So what did he do? Did he drink it? Gave it to me. Well, there you go. That (laughs) win-win as far as I'm concerned. Bottle of red, bottle of white. Uh, Talking of things that we are doing or slash not doing, um, Lent's coming up, of course, because we're recording this on Shrove Tuesday, a pancake day, in case you're Mm. wondering. I brought some pancakes in, Luke. Wonderful. Um, Now, I was going to actually make some, but I can't be bothered. So I've brought in some of these from which are also ready-made, and they are milk chocolate chip pancakes. That's brilliant. 
Because I thought you're doing the show, so you haven't really got time to make them at home. You might go home and even eat more, but would you like one? I would, I, would, one I would love one very much. But Thank you. Before you actually go towards eating it, mm. I would like you to tell me what you're giving up for Lent before you take your bite. What are you giving up? We discussed it briefly on the show last week, but I want a commitment. We, we did. So it's on the podcast as well. So we talked about me giving up... Um, Alcohol, yeah, but I don't think that's all that much of a challenge because you know from my big night out that I'm not really a massive drinker anyway. Yeah, what I do drink a lot of is coffee, so I thought, oh, I can't give up caffeine. Mm. But also, um, caffeine is in most soft fizzy drinks. It's in uh, coffee, tea, and somebody sent me a message saying you do know it's in chocolate as well. Is it? Mm. So that would mean no chocolate. But for the show, for the podcast, I am willing to have the worst week. Ever. Okay. For every week. For, it's for 40 days. What? That's, that's um, <laughs> six weeks. It's for 40 days? 40, we've been no, through this no before. No coffee? We've been through this before. Yeah, I'd, I'd sort of forgotten how long it was for. Well, I said I'd give up meat, but the more I think about it, the more I think I'm not going to do it. The more I think I'll fail. I'll give up meat. Yeah, I know, but you'd find that easy. <laughs> you were supposed to give up stuff you would, would struggle okay. with. Okay. No, I'll, I'll go with caffeine. Mm. For 40 days and 40 nights. Okay. Because I really want this pancake. Okay, then eat the pancake. There you go. He's gone mm. for it. Um, oh, so have I got a stick with... Oh, these are good. Mm. Have I got a stick with meat? These are big chunks of chocolate. Mm. They are very nice. They are very nice. I've just had a little bit of mine, actually, before committing to what I was going to give up. Um, I just don't know if Sorry. I would. I don't know. He's still going. I don't know if I would give up meat. That's the thing. Do I, could I do it? Uh, uh, so, oh. so what do you eat? Um, well, at the moment, I don't eat a lot of chocolate or biscuits or anything like that. I'm I'm very healthy at the moment. But what's your just because I've got twenty odd years behind me in catering, mm. um, as well as being a international superstar DJ and podcaster. Really, where do you do that? <laughs> on the top rated, number six rated uh, on the Podomatic chart podcast or, Saturday Showdown, or as one of the other presenters on Kenny Radio says, oh, I'm, I'm not a presenter, <laughs> I'm a sidekick. One of the other Kenny Radio presenters, when they say you can also listen on the internet, <laughs> which is so funny, <laughs> yeah, that does make me laugh. That's, uh, mm. But in general, no, I eat. I try to eat healthy. Like I don't. I've got this pancake here, and it looks amazing, and I've had a little bit, and it tastes great. But I don't want to finish it because I'm just. You know, good. I'm going to go so far as to say that these are possibly the nicest American-style pancakes I've had. And I've been to America a lot. Mm. There's something about them that are actually light and fluffy and flavoursome. I find in America they're quite dry. Okay. Because they, they just soak them in syrup. And so I, I think they stop caring about the actual pancake. Um, whereas this is absolutely just a lovely... Thing, it might be because I've been eating healthily myself. A well, bit. maybe I'm, I'm going to have I'll have half of one. How about that? As it's pancake day. Okay, um, so back to this meat thing. Back to the meat thing. Shall, shall I just go for it? I will try my best. I might fail, but I'm going to try my best to give up meat for Lent, and I will commit to it with a bite. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So whilst you're eating that, I'm going to ask you: Do you like pizzas? Uh, mm, yeah. Because because I'm mostly vegetarian. You, mm. you can get a mighty meaty one, but you can have. Loads that are veggie. Oh yeah, but very high in fat. Mm-hmm. Um, see, this this is a problem with vegetarians. They, they tend to substitute meat with cheese. Do they? Flavour. Mm. My friends are vegetarian. Hi, Dave, if you're listening. I'm going up to stay with him right now in Lincoln. That's where I am right now. Obviously, oh, well. because I'm not mm. recording this podcast on Pancake Day. This is coming out on the Saturday where I'm actually going to see Dave. and In Lincoln? Mm. Wow. I'm going to speak to him and I'm going to say to him, what can I eat? What can I eat? 
I'm not going vegan though, Luke. I'm not a maniac. No, no, oh, no. Obviously, um, <laughs> you're not going to go all Extinction Rebellion and go and super glue yourself oh. to someone's boot lid. No, although we do have Greta Thunberg coming to Bristol on Friday, and I've got to deliver in Bristol on Friday, and I am not looking forward to it, Luke. Last time I went to Bristol, when they were they were all campaigning about climate change. Someone glued themselves to a bathtub in the middle of the road, and I got so angry that I got a ma- I got an actual migraine from anger. I've never had a migraine from anger before, and that's what I had. And that's saying something because you carry a lot of anger around with you. I think that's why you were grey. Well, possibly. <laughs> well, I'm still the angry side of me hasn't gone through eating better and exercising. By the way, I'm still angry. Um, see, the thing is with Greta Thunberg. Or Thunberg. Everybody starts calling her Thunberg. Do you know what annoys me, right? What really winds me up? She sounds like a person that's about 89 years old. Greta. Um, (laughs) Oh, yeah, I never really thought that. That's an odd name. (laughs) Um, I don't like it when people suddenly decide that something should be pronounced differently. Yeah. So, uh, especially with names, because I think the person whose name it is surely is qualified to decide how that name is pronounced. So, when... um, David Coulthard started referring to Sebastian Vettel as Sebastian Vettel. Mm. So what do you think you know better than all of us? And yeah. like pursued it. There's a commentator or two that call Mohamed Salah Mohamed Salah. Mm. And it's just the pronunciation or pronunciation. That's a word that can get you as well. But um it's just that that just it's just not quite right. Salah. Salah. It's not Salah. Just say Salah. Yeah. Um I've watched a thing about him because I'm not a Liverpool fan at all, but the club really interests me. Because Liverpool is a football club that is steeped in history and it has so much support and such a ingrained, uh, can-do-no-wrong sort of a, a, a status in the city. Um, and I love that. And I think it's brilliant. And they were saying that there are far fewer racist attacks now in Liverpool since Mo Salah uh, came. Salah. Um, <laughs> I don't know if you've done that to annoy me or not, but it has. So is it, what, how was it pronounced? Mo Salah. Salah, okay. Sorry, I thought you were saying that's not how it Salah. was. Salah. No, Salah. What's, what's wrong Salah. with you? <laughs> Until he turns around and he says, everybody's getting my name wrong, it's Salah. I would go, sorry, Mo, I got it wrong. I'll yeah. call you Salah. Yeah. But everybody else says Salah. So why is one commentator saying Salah? I don't know. And, and uh, why have I just picked it up? Because that's what they're trying to do, change that everybody Yeah, you're it. changing what you do. Just hurry up and talk what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, so, so, so Mo Salah, anyway, they, he, he's such a legend in Liverpool, and they're, they're all, like, chanting on the terraces now, like, well, if you're a Muslim, so, so am I. Now, I'm anti-all religion. I think it's all a load of nonsense. But I think it's very nice that, uh, because he believes that, they're not attacking him for it. They're getting behind him. You like that, that's a good example of a football club getting behind itself. Some of the best people you will find you will find in Liverpool. I will say that now. Anyway, um, we've still got to talk Auntie Luke with an Auntie Luke dilemma. And we've got a few other things to talk about, including I've got to go back to my beloved Liverpool because Liverpool might be coming in to interrupt the show in a couple of weeks' time. And I will explain more in just a bit. It is that time of the show again when we go to an Auntie Luke dilemma. Hello, dearies. So are you ready? Yes. So let's do it. Let's help. Let's help. So this week's Auntie Luke is as follows. Dear Auntie Luke, my fiancé does something that I don't like. Okay, well, nobody's perfect. No, nobody is perfect. It's very easily fixed, this one, I think. But the other night, I went to kiss my fiancé in bed, and I accidentally kissed my dog's bottom instead. Oh. 
my fiance lets and encourages the dog to sleep with us. I hate sleeping with the dog, but when I mention it to her, she just laughs. She assures me, uh, no, she assumes that I love the dog as much as she does, but I don't. What do I do? You kissed a dog's butt. Yes. <laughs> um, now I can imagine how close she is to the dog because I have a girlfriend who has a cat. Oh, by the way, you've had this problem, really, haven't you? Yeah. Because you've got scratches on your hand, and I was I was going to have some oh. serious questions about self self harming. Okay. I was look, hoping you weren't going yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. Look at that bad boy. That, that's his tooth. Yeah. Um, so you woke up in the middle of the night and you were being attacked by your own cat. Well, I, I was stroking it. Right, my my girlfriend's cat is called Minky. Okay. Which is the same name that I gave to my ex-wife's vagina. Oh. <laughs> Obviously, I think that's hilarious, but I can't tell my girlfriend this. Why had you just said it on a podcast? So, so my ex-wife used to get up and she'd say something like, you know, oh, I saw Minky or something, and... Um, <laughs> and now I go into the back garden and scream the name. Um, so, yeah, that's a little weird. Sorry, I went off on a tangent. Yes. Um, the, the thing is, um, what can you do? What can you do? You either need to... Luke, you say, I don't want that filthy thing sleeping in bed with me. No normal people do it. Get it downstairs. Out of here now. That filthy thing? Yes, it's a dog, Luke. Keep it downstairs as a pet. They're not filthy. Yes, no. they are. Half the time, they are filthy. Well, They've got things on them that they, you can't get rid of. If you take them for a walk, they're going to be dirty. They're going to be muddy. They shouldn't be in the bedroom, Luke. Sorry, I've my pet. Hey, people who sleep with their dogs are weird. They okay. are weird. Well, <laughs> I had a bath with a dog once. I don't, I don't know You're why I'm weird. just You are weird. Um, but I think what they need to do is he needs to make the experience of not having the dog there far better than the experience of having the dog there. So what he needs to ask is just for one night a week, perhaps they could enjoy some special time and put the dog outside or, or put a dog's bed on the landing. I don't to... think the dog's going to be there when that happens, Luke. I think the dog's gone for that. I think he just comes in afterwards. Maybe he helps clear up. I don't know, but he should not be in the bedroom at Maybe all. Maybe he helps clear up. Well, the, the, the point that I'm making is that you um, slam your missus so well that <laughs> she wants to go all night and therefore doesn't want the dog back in because the experience of being close with you is better than being close with the dog. So she'll keep the door shut. She'll I, keep the dog no. in his bed. I'm not sure you help with these anti-Luke dilemmas sometimes. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just not sure you're helping. Well, uh, listen, the thing is, she's not going to just kick the dog out. Well, That's she not should. Gonna happen. She but, shouldn't have the dog there anyway. You should have left her when you saw that she sleeps with her dog. It's weird. But he didn't. So can I, should we test which of my friends listen to this podcast? Yeah, okay. Because I will say now, there are some of my friends that have the dog, would have the dog in bed with them. You're, and it's you're good people, and it's disgusting. It's not disgusting. It's disgusting. And when I know, when I know it goes on, I know it happens. I think it's weird, and I think it's dirty, and I think it's disgusting. Oh, you yes. know who you're talking, who I'm talking yeah. about. If you are listening to this, you're a friend of mine. You sleep with your dog, and I know you sleep with your dog, or you have slept with a dog. You know, I think it's weird and disgusting. What sort of dog? Um, it varies. I've had. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, so it's more than one friend. I've had some of my friends have uh, Jack Russells in bed with them. I've had some of my friends <laughs> have. <laughs> <laughs> make out that it's normal. It's weird. <laughs> I've had some friends who have had um, German shepherds in bed with them, right? Whatever. Yeah, see, they're quite hairy. That, that's where I might take a bit of issue because you could struggle to breathe and, you know, in a but, hot bed. 
with extra fur in there. That's not going to help. Just get off the bed. Dog shouldn't be on the bed. Get off the bed. It's just, it's not difficult, this. It isn't difficult at all. Get off the bed. Right, now, you've got a cat, haven't you? Yes. Asbo cat. Yes. Does he go on the The bed? cat is not allowed in my, my room, let alone it, it to sleep. No, absolutely really? not. Absolutely not. Oh, you callous Absolutely old... not. Right, OK. Well, listen, here's what our writer in needs to do. Your attitude isn't going to help him, because if, if you kick off against something and you argue then I'm on his side I'm so on his side for absolutely tearing the world down okay do you know what do you know what I do I, here's, I, can I give a bit of advice this week okay here's dearies. my advice yeah I'm going to hand over to I think you should go into the that. bedroom you should you should go into the you should leave the doors open one day when you all go out and you should go into the bedroom just before your missus comes back in trash your bedroom trash it absolutely destroy it and then scratch all over blame the dog then she will fall out with the dog and she won't let the dog back up do you know what you could Mark the dog's territory. Yeah, as yeah. well. You could do that <laughs> as blame well. Him. Blame it all on the dog. Throw but some fecal matter around. Do Make... you do you really want the dog at all? If you don't want the dog at all, then start doing it all the time to all the rooms, and then eventually she'll think this dog's got you know it's an Asbo dog. I need to get rid of it. Yeah, yeah. Have it have it put down. <laughs> no, no, don't have it put down. <laughs> have it sent, have oh, it... I'm getting on board with you. <laughs> <laughs> have it taken along to the um, to the relevant charities that can deal with dangerous dangerous dogs. This poor dog hasn't done anything, yeah. but has come up with the luxury of sleeping in bed with human beings, and it's not right, and it's not normal, and it's not good. Firstly, I think you need to tell her that you're not happy about it. Secondly, you need to make the experience of being with you better than with the dog, and then slowly phase the dog out because that dog will be a loyal companion to you as well. Yes, and what. Whatever happens, especially now you've kissed its butt. Yeah, and whatever happens, <laughs> don't get into the habit of kissing its butt. You know, don't make that a purposeful thing in the future. Just, just ignore it. Don't do that again. No, that's not going to help you out. That's not turning anybody on. No. Uh, so there you go, everybody. If you've got any dilemmas you, you need any help with, you can email us Saturday Showdown at kennetradio.com, and you never know, your dilemma could be sorted by Luke on next week's show. And as we are ones to try and keep up with some of our usual features, despite being slightly different in the form of the show, I'm going to try and go as high as I can and see where this goes. I thought we could do a say and tell. You're a little bit like Stewie there from Family Guy. Oh, thank you. That's a a compliment. I have got a say and tell for you. Excellent. I love a say and tell. So what I want you to do, I want you to close your eyes and I'm going to lean over to you now and I'm just going to put something around your neck. So here it goes. Around my... And it's oh. on your neck now. Oh, it's all sort of... Ah, it's not feathery enough to be a boa. No. It's sort of... It's it's a bit prickly. Oh. But it feels... Oh. It's it's obviously plastic. Why don't you open your <laughs> it eyes? Is, it, it feels like a Hawaiian garland, and it is... It is. Um, it, it's like a blue... Hawaiian garland. It's all blue flowers. Yeah. And uh, they are plastic, so it'll last forever. Um, hopefully not in an ocean. Do you want to know what the story is attached to this blue Hawaiian garland I've put over your neck? Yes, I do, because for some reason, I keep on thinking of Chelsea Football Club. But no. it can't be anything to do with that Don't because you're a Liverpool man. Well, my car is blue, and so it goes with the car. So I have it in the car. And the reason that I have it as well is... That is a garland we were given. We went to a club, a beach sort of nightclub kind of place, that nice kind of vibe in um, in Spain on my brother's really? stag do. And everybody got given one as they walked in. And oh, I actually brilliant. I actually managed to um, to take three 
So I had one in both my pockets and one around my neck so they wow. didn't know that I'd walked off with two others. And incidentally, I had to give another one to my friend because my friend Jack was in a nightclub later on that night and he had it nicked by another lady. Was there somebody like you who just... No, <laughs> no. do you know what? Yeah. Someone who hadn't been to that club, so they hadn't been in, paid in, paid the incredibly high prices that they were in that club. So you got a garland, but then you've paid for it, you know? Yeah. So we, we went in there and we had this nice drink and it was lovely. They had glasses that were two pinters or three pinters. It was massive, uh, full of beer. So we had a drink there. It was oh, really good. Like, like a big stein. Yeah, almost bigger than a stein. Crazy, wow. crazy big. Um, and some of us had a cocktail and stuff like you do when you're on holiday. And then we went round the sort of... Um, different clubs because it's a bit of a strip and in one of these other clubs my friend Jack had this nicked it off him anyway we then went on a mission all round the club to the point that her and her friends left because we were looking for her to get it back because we're like you can't, that's not yours that's not yours you nicked it off <laughs> so I ended up giving one of my spare ones to my mate so he's Aww. got them but yeah. um, we're still unhappy if you're listening and you were in that place in Spain and you know who you are you know who you are there's a certain type of person isn't there who just <sighs> And it's girls who, yeah. who go to clubs and just think because they're girls they can do whatever they like, and and that culture is sometimes encouraged by like ladies' nights and things. I think, and, and it's not everybody, but it is specifically women. I had quite a lot come up to me and say, "Oh, can I um, can, can I have that?" And I go, "Absolutely not." Who do you think I am? And in the end, you almost had to tie it to your shirt because otherwise really? someone would just nick them, yeah. Because we were like, you could tell which ones had been to this other bar down the front. But I almost wanted to say to them, just go and have a drink down there and then you'll get given one. You'll yeah. have one. But just don't nick them off of other people. So anyway, that's the brief story around that. And the random, wow. the weird things that happened on that because it was a stag do. We always go at the stag do's on the show. But it was yeah. a stag do. I was to say, we love a stag do on Saturday showdown. And you know what? In my mind now, I'm planning a Saturday showdown stag, stag do. do. Oh, we should. Uh, so one of us is going to have to get married at some no, point. So no, we can no, 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 no. We don't want to do that bit. We just want to do the stag do. Just the, just the stag do. We don't have to get married. Well, we'll have to get engaged at least. No, 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 no. We'll just do a stag do. So we just all go out on the last. Saturday showdown is getting married to the podcast. Me, me, oh, okay. How about that? Yeah, yeah. That's so we go out for the show rather than for us. Do, do you know what? I, I, I don't want to go down talking about TV programs. I always find it incredibly boring. But I, I watched a, um, Don't Tell the Bride last night. Oh, yeah. And it was a special, and it was a lady who was from Ukraine, so her husband-to-be went to the Ukraine to plan a special Ukrainian wedding. The reason she doesn't live in the Ukraine is because she hated it. Oh, right. she hated oh all no. This, and he bought her this traditional wedding dress. He paid £150 for the wedding dress, um, and then spent like three grand on his stag do with his mates going off on some boat. It's what I like to think that I would do. Yeah, and then for her hen do, he put 150 quid behind the bar of her local pub. Oh. Having spent nearly three grand on him and his mates. But we've, uh, we've, and, and she still married him. So, so I think you can do no wrong. We've <laughs> spoken about stag do's quite a lot. That was probably... Not the. I had great fun while I was there, and I really. I'm not a type of person that enjoys clubbing and all that kind of thing. That's not really my my thing. But I really enjoyed that week. I really enjoyed. We found like a rock club and stuff. So we found some different things. And the one thing I will say that could have been better is we could have picked a better quality hotel. And I will tell you about the quality of the hotel. We're talking. We went into the bathroom to run a bath. Maybe you turn the tap on. The, and the water came out brown at first. Wow, okay. And then, not everyone has clean running water. <laughs> well, apparently not in Spain. <laughs> we let it run for a little bit, for, one, for, for, for a long time, and then eventually it seemed to be 
um, normal, clear coloured water. Oh, wow. But, okay, so, so it got completely clear. It wasn't just beige. Yeah, no, that's fine. So that's the kind well, of... All the goodness was filtered out of it. But it got to the point where you would only sort of wash in it, and that's it. You wouldn't... If you had to if you had to brush your teeth or something, you would definitely use a bottled water and stuff like that. You would never do anything other than... Aren't you supposed to do that anyway in space? Yeah, well... I or is that an old person's thing? It's not supposed to matter so much, because when you're brushing your teeth, you don't really swallow the water, but you shouldn't drink out of the tap, necessarily. Hmm. Um, but... That was the quite that was kind of the example of the hotel we were in, and it got worse to the point where you went to the food because we were all inclusive. We we're in one yeah. of those all inclusive where where it's sort of like it's free beer all the time, but you can only have half a pint at a time. You just think, what's the point? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I'd rather yeah. just pay for it and have a pint, really. So it was one of those <laughs> annoying. I, I can't imagine me ever thinking that. I'd just be up and down. <laughs> yeah, but you 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 weren't allowed to take two at a time. You had to take your glass back before you'd get another one. It was just stuff like that. It was just ridiculous. You need to learn to make half pints quicker. Well, perhaps, yes. <laughs> but sometimes the queue were, was massive and you were allowed one half pint and then oh. you got a drink and go back to the back uh, of the that, that, that would annoy me. It, I am it's, weird it's just... And anyway, there was a little area where you could go and you could help yourself to food during the day and you went in there and the food didn't look edible. I mean, the food did not look edible, but it was like the first day we had landed not that long ago. I was hungry. I thought I'd just go and have a burger. Everybody, all the rest of the people on the stag do just watched me eat as if to say, <laughs> I cannot believe he's actually eating that food. Yeah. And then it fired out of my backside the next day, like you wouldn't believe. I we all ended up with into the Spanish water system. We all ended up with massive problems with um, that area. Yeah, and yeah, it was it was just apart from that, I loved it. But I would always go. I'd go back to the same place. Even I'd always go back to a better hotel. That was really bad. Oh well. I, I, I've been to some shocking places, but I just don't eat or drink there. But if you go all inclusive, that's a really difficult it's choice to make. And yeah. it was the middle of summer as well, so we've obviously forked out for it. Mm. It's just difficult, I think. Yeah. So, see, I did an all inclusive day. We went to a place in Fuerteventura, and um, it was me and my mate Ollie, and we did an all inclusive day, and it was like fifteen pounds or something. We thought, well, that's really good. What, value so you just for... you got all food and drink for the day for fifteen quid? Yeah. Oh, that's not too bad, though. Oh, it was awful. Yeah, but it's this so is the bad. thing. They always sound better than they are. Yeah, and then so the next day we didn't have to do it. But doing it for a day was a great way of finding out whether it suited us. And it, it put me off going all-inclusive anywhere. But lots of people come back and say, oh, we went all-inclusive. It was great. You can have all these different things. You can have curry for breakfast. And basically, you know, the local brew is, is just as good as any other. And that's not true, really. Well, that's all my rich friends. So I think maybe there's a standard. Well, yeah, but sometimes you can go all-inclusive, more uh, posh all-inclusive, and get, like, the brands, so you can get, like, Smirnoff vodka and stuff. What you will notice with um, all-inclusive will go on to about 11 o'clock at night, and then at 11 o'clock at night, they will bring out the Smirnoff vodka, which is what they sell after that point for ridiculous uh, amounts. But yeah. you can't actually get the general paint-stripping vodka. Uh, that's what you get when you're all-inclusive. Yeah. So that's the kind of way it works. Although I've never had a problem with the local beers. The local beers have always been fine for me. See, I'm happy with beer. Yeah. Any beer. I'll drink Flipping anything. Honestly. How about this? We went on, uh, we went in Tenerife, we went on a boat trip. It was 20, I think it was 20 euros, and it was the boat trip included, and you got a meal on the boat, as much booze as you could handle. I'm thinking, brilliant. This yeah. is great. They're going to be out of business by the end of this trip. <laughs> However, I got the most ridiculous seasickness. I, I've never oh. really had seasickness. Oh, no. I was un, I was went under to use the toilet and at that point they'd seen we'd gone dolphin or whale watching or something and they'd stopped it so that we could see them and I had been underneath at the time when that happened and it had stopped suddenly and that was it a write off for the entire honest it was awful. It was absolutely oh, awful. Boy. I led down and slept for the majority of the trip. 
Really? There was a point where oh. you could get out and you could go scuba diving. They'd give you all the gear and stuff, and I just couldn't even face the water. I went on a scuba diving thing in, in Florida and the snack was animal crackers. Oh. And I just had like this big bucket of them that everybody could just, you know, go and go. So there's no toilet on this place. People are just going off the sides or whatever. And and then just all diving into this big bowl of animal crackers. In well, the that could have been... Oh, I got really sick on that. That oh. could have been better for me, though. Because they say if you, keep, if, you're, if you keep above board and you keep an eye on the horizon, you're usually fine. And it was a catamaran, so it had a sort of bit at the front where you could go and sit on. And, and you, the, the waves posh. would be splashing up over you. And in theory, that sounds great. But trust me, when I went downstairs and came back up, they were, I was not sitting out there. I was really bad. And they, they just looked at you and just went, oh, you've been caught. Yeah, come and sit here. Do you know what I mean? They knew. Yeah. Oh. And they just like, they said, oh, he's a weak one. Put him in it's the middle. That's how it felt. There's always a couple of these. Yeah, just pop, pop them there. And, and also, I was a little bit annoyed that they said there was a meal and the meal was paella. And you're just thinking, you're just trying to be really Spanish, but you know most of the people that are coming on this are British. So why don't you get us something that we all like? Yeah, and chips. That way. Yeah. It, keep it simple, yeah. nice and easy. Yeah. Do you want fish or chicken paella? Well, I want something normal, really, if I'm going to yeah. be honest. Oh, pot, right. Stick your paella, Spain. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. I'm a Remainer. I'm pro Europe. I love all that stuff. But paella, no, that's grim. Yeah. There's something wrong with it. There's something wrong with you if you like it. And it's just got bits of rubbish in it from everything. Everybody <laughs> touches it. It's probably not been cooked properly. They don't shell the prawns properly, and it doesn't even taste nice. Stodgy nonsense. Yes, I'm with you. Meat and fish together. Well, and then rice. Rice, by the way, which is the biggest cause of food poisoning in the world. Wow. Now. Didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, well, do you know what? Because it, it's moist and it's warm and it's rarely hot. And it's not often refrigerated properly and it's not often heated properly. So it just stores bacteria. And if you've ever gone anywhere and got a dicky tummy, you've probably had rice or paella. Well, I don't think I had rice in the stag do. Mine, that was the burgers. I knew that already. I, yeah. I knew it while I was eating them, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> um, right, let's take another quick break in this podcast and we'll come back in a second. Um We've spoken so much about holidays, I'm now excited about going to Malta, even though I'm going to be third. <laughs> We've just talked about food poisoning, seasickness, hangovers, and all that jazz and poor water. Like, but yes, I want more of that. Because now I'm reminded of sun, sea, beer, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. You, you know, you spoke about it earlier. And do you know what? The thing is, I'm, even though I'm going to be thermally screened as I get into the country, I'm kind of, I just can't wait. What's wrong with being thermally screened, though? Nothing. That's all right. Nothing. I, if they want to take a swab, they can take a swab, Luke. Yeah. I'll say test me for everything while you're here. Just everything. Everything you can test me for. Just test me for the <laughs> lot while I'm here, please. So, podcast number six, or Zex. And yes, we are coming towards the end. But basically, I thought I would discuss with you here as a podcast production meeting on mm. podcast about what's happening on the 7th of March. So I've got a little bit of a confession, maybe. Okay, go on. What? So, oh, God. Yeah. So basically what's happened is um, my friend at work, ha her husband and dad both support Liverpool, as do I, as people know. Mm -hmm. And they were going to Anfield on the 7th of March to see Liverpool v Bournemouth. It's a 12.30 kickoff. And basically her dad hasn't been very well recently and the deal was always that if her dad isn't very well at the time of the game then i would get to go in his place oh so the the, the question is sir have you been feeding him dodgy burgers and brown water <laughs> do you know what i said i really hope your dad gets better but slowly <laughs> 
<laughs> which, yeah, I think it's a slow recovery. Which sounds... Yeah, everyone always says get well soon. We're yeah. different on this show, so get well... Get well slowly. Slowly, yeah. Um, and I think... I might send him a card saying that. Get well slowly. I'll cross out soon and put slowly. I think he'd find it hilarious, actually. So send him a card, but cough some SARS virus into it first. No. <laughs> well, you might have coronavirus, so... You know. Well, I'll find out after... No, it's just before Malta. I can't but, uh, do this. Uh, so it's the 7th of March when I there's potential that I won't be here doing the show. Oh, so what? You're just not going to come in? Well, what I was going to, to say... Liverpool. Well, that's what I was going to say to you is, would you mind if you did the show? That would be two weeks in a row of you doing the show. We would record another special podcast podcast everybody will have to wait until the next podcast to find out what happens anyway i don't know what's going to happen yet he could be bright as anything i'm sure he wants to go to the football but i i just don't want to leave a man while he needs it and he needs a replacement to go so the ticket's not wasted well i think sometimes when it comes to these things you know it's not life or death it's more important than that it's football Yes, yes, so, um, yes. Yeah, oh, no, I'm, I'm with you totally. I mean, Liverpool versus Bournemouth is not a game I'd be rushing off for. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm more than happy to do the podcast on my own. It gets a bit difficult to challenge myself and say and tell last time was just rubbish. Don't worry. We will do We will do a special podcast like this. So if it happens and I end up going to watch the football, it's just keeping everybody involved. If I end up going to watch the football on the 7th of March, we will do another podcast like this where we talk uh, for a while and it will have nothing to do with the show in it. But make sure that you keep on listening to any of these shows where either myself or Luke isn't there because even though one or the other of us aren't there and it's not going to be included in the podcast, it doesn't mean that we're not going to be talking with each other on the show because, of course, we have means of connecting. So we did a show back quite a while ago where I connected to you live from Ireland. Mm-hmm. We've done shows from... I've, I've connected to you, you from you're everywhere. You're in Poland, yeah. Further than that, though, this time, I could do it from Malta. I could do it on your Tuesday show. I could do it from Malta, which will be the furthest I think we've done. Really? Wow. Yeah, that'd be great. So we've got oh, ways of connecting. That. So even though that I'm not there on the live show in the studio, there will still be chats with each other on the show, but it just won't all be included in the podcast, if that makes sense. Uh, and the other thing as well is I can get somebody else in and uh, challenge them to do stuff, but I could be the boss. Yeah, or they can be the sidekick. You know, when also when the stuff, the the banter and the handover that we do with Jeremy will still be there. So there's likely that half an hour a person's going to be there with you anyway. Yeah. Because, for instance, there's this thing going at the moment where uh, there's a raffle happening. You might have heard in the last podcast, there's a raffle happening at the Kennett Radio listeners' party. And we are trying to get one of our prizes along because Jeremy is a little bit snobby when it comes to raffle prizes, isn't he? Yeah, he is. He's snobbed lots. And he said that all raffle prizes have to be approved by him. Which is just so snobby. So the two things we've tried to get through so far on last week's podcast, if you haven't listened, go listen back. And oh, I will was... give you a quick five-second spoiler alert now that we're about to tell you what we did last week. So if you haven't listened, go pause it and go and listen to the one before. What are you doing doing these things out of order? Yeah, yeah. well, hopefully nobody would have done that. And no. If you have, you're the wrong listener for our show. But they might have <laughs> forgotten. And if they've forgotten, we'll remind them, Luke. Yes, well, one of them was... Not just a calculator. Not just a calculator. It was an accountant's tax calculator. Yes, in its original packaging. It's not like it's been used. Yeah, no, brand new. Brand it's very spacious. funny about having sort of like deodorant or shower gel that's been used a little bit of it. And I think that's half of it. I think you should be allowed to use some of it and then give it into a dodgy raffle. I think that's part of the fun. You know when you it's win a... still a, a prize, isn't it? That, you know still for you, free. You know when you win a raffle prize, at least you won something. Yeah. So I think I'm, I'm with you on that. But he didn't like the calculator. He still wants everybody, he was very, very clear 
um, probably for legal reasons, that he does want everybody to continue paying their tax, but just not to use a calculator like this that they've won in a Kennet Radio raffle. So that was rejected. Mm. And then you brought in another one, and he rejected that as well. Yeah, I brought in uh, Jensen Button's How to Be an F1 Driver biography. Signed. Signed. I mean, signed by me. Yeah. Um, It's a nice comment. You put that you enjoyed the book, and and you signed it by yourself. What's wrong with that? I, I... be glad of that in a raffle because if you don't like me you can just ignore that bit and also if you go technically if you advertise the raffle prize as a signed jensen button book that is what it is right yeah, yeah that's we haven't said who it's signed by so i think we can get away with that well anyway I think, as well. I think that's definitely worth a pound a strip of anybody's money have you got some new things for this week to offer to jeremy Oh, yes. Because that's, um, well, you would have already done it, of course, when we've recorded this podcast on Trove Tuesday, but it's gone out mm. after you've done your show. So make sure you go back and, of course, all of our live shows, the Saturday Showdown shows, you can listen to on Mixcloud as well. Mixcloud.com forward slash Kennett Radio. But, of course, do keep up to date with the podcast. Keep sharing, keep following, keep liking, get mm. on in touch with all the social medias and stuff. Yeah, go on to Facebook, search Saturday Showdown. You can see a picture of me, topless. Yeah, it's on there. Oh, it's... crikey. That's, oh, just the thought of it's put me off. Someone actually, <laughs> someone commented saying, oh, guys, you were doing so well. You yeah. know? I... So, so, somebody sent me a message saying, had I changed my nipples for those of a woman? Yes, you that, did. That's really stuck with me. And you brought that up more than once, so that has yeah. stuck with you. <laughs> it's, it's made me really conscious of my big, soft... Nipples. Kissable nipples, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, um, yeah, so all that usual nonsense will happen during the show. But, of course, separate podcasts. I hope you all understand and you'll uh, enjoy. We will be back next week, but it will either be podcast form or it will be live show form, and you'll have to wait and see. So we're going to keep this, keep you all on tenterhooks. Of course, we don't know the answer either. So, Yeah, and if we get into the top ten of podcasts again, I will bear my bottom instead of my nipples. Wow. Okay, yeah. so there you go. Right, get sharing. Get No, nobody wants to see that. Oh, you're right. Actually. How about if you do top ten, you won't do that? Okay, I definitely won't get my ass out. If, right, right. So he's not going to get his ass out if you if you make sure that we get into top ten by how long are you going to give it? By the end of the month. End of the month. Yep. Yeah, but hold on a second. Today, today. But, but the end of March. Yes, it's going to have to be the end, end of March because it'll while. be March when this goes. Out. Yeah, it will just yeah. about. No, no, it won't. Yes, it will. Yes, I've it got will. no idea what the date is. I don't have. To, I don't write the date down. It's anymore. all this recording in the past. We're in the past, but in the future now. Oh, I don't know. It's I crazy. don't know where we it's are. It's mad. Uh, Martin McFly's going to pop out of that bin in a minute. I don't he know is. why he's in the bin, but no, I don't know. Well, either. he hides good. Anyway, we'd better say goodbye because we've been uh, rattling on for a while now. Thank you so much for downloading and sticking with it to the end. Please do like, share, and get involved in all that. And we'll be back with some more Saturday Showdown fun very soon.